This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. Sis podcast. Hi sisters, I'm Maddie. And I'm Scout. And we are sisters IRL. I'm the older one. Yes, Scout, we know. We're cultural observers. And of curious minds. Get ready for sisterly banter while we chat about fixations, learnings, and personal growth. We promise it'll be a good time. As long as you don't get too loud, Mads. Welcome to the sisterhood! Hello sisters, welcome back to another episode of Mental Health Chats. I'm Scout, and you just have me today. No guests, no interview, no Mads. It is just me, and I'm going to be talking to you all today about the emotional process of putting yourself out there. As you know, if you listen to OKSIS, or if you're a part of the sisterhood, or if you follow me on Instagram, all of the things, you know that I just launched my book, The Emotional Entrepreneur. I am recording this post-launch party, so I have a lot of thoughts about the emotional process of putting yourself out there, which I think really lends itself to this theme of this week, which is emotional entrepreneurship. Um, first, before I get into the emotional, um, I suppose, journey I've been on with putting myself out there with my book launch and just putting myself out there on OKSIS podcast or just putting myself out there by sharing that I have a business on Instagram. All of the things that go, I suppose all of the things that go into the process of having an idea in your head of the dream life you want to create and then putting it out there into the world, it starts with conquering a fear of putting yourself out there. And then once you do put yourself out there, you have the vulnerability hangover, you have the fear of failure, or in my case, the fear of success. So there's a lot of discomfort and emotional waves and experiences that one has to navigate when one decides to play big and to put themselves out there in a major way. But before I talk about that, I really want to thank the sisterhood. Sisters, One of my manifestations for book launch was to make the top charts on the women in business category on Amazon. I thought that I had a chance at this, like maybe by the end of book launch week, after all of the podcasts that I was a guest on came out, after all of the influencers, big entrepreneurs, celebrities posted, after the book launch uh, party buzz at the Santa Monica proper, everything. But it happened at... 11.30 a.m. on Monday, a couple hours after announcing my book launch that I was just browsing the list, literally having no intention of checking if I was on there and I was number 28. And then a couple hours later, I was number 15. And then a couple hours later, I was number 11. 
sisters, that's literally because of you. I am so fucking honored and grateful that you all bought my book. If you have not yet bought my book, there will be a link in the buy in the show notes. Sorry, link in the show notes, or you can just search on Amazon my name. But the power of the sisterhood, the power of you guys supporting me made my biggest manifestation come true. And so I just want to say thank you. Starting OK Sis and having this sisterhood along with me for the ride, being being involved in your ride and journey has been one of the most fruitful aspects of what I do. So really, I know I get like speechless. I'm getting a little speechless because it's crazy. It's still crazy to me that I was and am on the top charts for women in business on Amazon today. And I just want to say thank you from the bottom, bottom, bottom of my heart. We have an opportunity to make mental health and the talk, the the conversation around emotions a really big movement. And so if you haven't bought the book yet, I would be so honored if you would buy it. Uh, send it to a friend, tag me on Instagram, rate the book five stars on Amazon. These things help so much. I can't even tell you. And so I am just so looking forward to hearing how you all loved the book and to seeing the ripple effect that it takes on this world. So that is my genuine heartfelt thank you that I feel like is not enough because I don't know how I can thank you enough. Yeah. So I guess I'll just stop there and say I tried to thank you guys as much as I can, but truly know that no words can really put into into expression what I'm really feeling when I made those charts, how I'm feeling when I saw you all DM me saying that you bought it and you're posting it because you guys are already receiving it. It's truly an incredible, an incredible surreal experience and moment for me this week. So for this mental health chats, um, episode, I wanted to talk about the emotions that have come up in launching my book. For those of you that didn't listen to the last episode, my book is called The Emotional Entrepreneur. It is a 25-lesson emotional guidebook for entrepreneurship or just an emotional guidebook and support for anyone who is looking to live out their dreams and is facing fear or insecurity, low self-worth, etc. It kind of combines all of those roadblocks that stop us from being who we're meant to be in this world. And I break it down there. It's all inspired from living with bipolar disorder. You guys know me, you get it. And so today I want to talk about some of the lessons that I learned with putting myself out there because, um, surprise, surprise, it came with a lot of challenging discomfort. It came with a lot of, a lot of challenging moments. So I've been putting myself out there for a long time now, but I think that really when I started recognizing the, I don't know if the power of putting yourself out there is the right way, but the gravity of putting yourself out there, I really understood that once I started OKSIS. A podcast is different than other mediums in the sense that if you post an Instagram photo and a caption, you have time to think about it. It's planned. It's a very, very narrow viewpoint of yourself. When you are a host on a podcast, you are talking very openly and very candidly for hours and hours and hours and hours over time. And in that, you are lending yourself and opening yourself up more vulnerably than I believe any other platform or medium, YouTube, Instagram stories, Twitter, etc. allows you to. And so I had to get pretty comfortable very quickly once Mads and I started OKSIS podcast and recognized that we were really building an insane community, all of you guys. I had to get really comfortable really quickly with the fact that 
not only do I put myself out there on the podcast, but I put a lot of myself out there. I put my essence, my energy, my unfiltered self, my random thoughts. Sometimes I fumble. Sometimes I make mistakes. Sometimes I don't say what I meant to say, etc. And I've had to really, I suppose, settle that fear because when you put yourself out there, it can feel as if your foundation is shaking. It can feel as if your foundation is starting to crumble because you're no longer just you internally. You are you externally, which means you are opening yourself up to opinions about you. You are opening yourself up to judgment and scrutiny and constructive criticism or just criticism. And so in that way, it feels as if you can't safely hold what you know to be true inside because once you put it out there, it is subject to the world. And that is a very destabilizing um, feeling. And I think that it's part of the reason why a lot of people don't start their business Instagram or don't start their YouTube channel, their podcast, their agency, or they have a business and they don't step forward as the face or the founder because of that intimate vulnerability that comes with putting yourself out there. There's also so much inner dialogue that if you post about yourself that you're too much or you're conceited or you're self-absorbed or arrogant, etc., that just posting your face everywhere or posting what you're saying everywhere is a very self-centered way to live. And so these are all, you know, I believe that part is a complete limiting belief. Put your fucking face out there as much as possible. I want to see it. Um, but the part about putting your heart, your work Um, out into the world for criticism and judgment, that's a very real thing. And it's something that I struggle with to this day. You know, when I suppose that when you do this for the first time and you receive negative feedback or you receive judgment or maybe your friends are giving you the side eye because they're used to you playing in a certain lane and now you're jumping into another one, which is your full expression and truth, it took me a really long time to realize that other people's judgments and perceived notions of who I am or criticism about who I am is merely them taking a snapshot of me, them taking a quote or a bad day that I had or something that I said or a photo that I put out. And they're taking that and they're viewing it in the lens of the way they view the world and adding their judgment onto that. What they say in reaction to what I do, and this is for everybody, whenever somebody has a reaction to a content creator, to an entrepreneur, to a celebrity, a lot of that judgment is painted with their internal dialogue and their internal experience. One of the most surprising side effects of postpartum for me was that my hair started shedding right around the crown of my head. Now I have these random baby hairs sticking out near my forehead that I just can't figure out what to do with. Yeah, I keep asking you to tame those down, but they seem to be very stubborn. Yes, I know, Mads. After a few months of me not seeing improved hair growth, I knew I needed to give my hair some extra strength and support. Enter Nutrafol. I just got the Nutrafol's postpartum supplement, and I'm so excited because I'm committed to supporting my hair health now that I'm postpartum. The next six months is going to be me and Nutrafol. I might not be a mother like Scoutala is, but as you sisters know, we are always on a hair journey here on OK Sister Podcast. I am always looking for a way to up my hair health game. I love Nutrafol because they have a whole body approach, multi-targets, underlying root causes like stress, hormone fluctuations, and nutrient gaps for visibly thicker and stronger hair. 
While many supplements rely solely on ingredient studies, Nutrafol clinically tests final formulations to ensure their efficacy. In a clinical study, 86% of women reported improved hair growth after taking Nutrafol women's hair growth supplements for six months. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with less shedding. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code OKSIS. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L dot com promo code OKSIS. That's Nutrafol.com promo code OKSIS. Sisters, my goal these days is to always look put together when I leave the house. Nothing over the top or super dressed up or anything like that. I just want to look put together and feel good about what I'm wearing in an effortless yet refined way. When I look at my closet every single morning and think about what I can wear that is chic and intentional, I usually end up grabbing one of my Jenny Kane sweaters and I always end up loving the way I look and the way I feel in them. You all know, sisters, that when I envision my highest self, I am wearing Jenny Kane. Their sweaters are the quintessential must-have item. I cannot stop wearing my Marina set. I throw it on and immediately feel like I'm in a Nancy Myers movie, like I could just walk on the beach in Santa Barbara. It is the coastal grandma aesthetic. My favorite Jenny Kane sweater right now is their everyday sweater in taupe. This is the definition of a staple that every woman must have in their wardrobe. Sisters, trust me on this one. I wear it with leggings, oversized jeans and a little kitten heel or a silk maxi skirt. Legit, Mads and I are so obsessed with wearing our Johnny Kane sweaters that we've literally shown up both wearing the same sweater once. The white alpaca cocoon crew neck, which is this deliciously oversized sweater. Yeah, that moment takes the cake. Both of us walking in with our matching Jenny Kane sweaters. We're obsessed. Can't take them off. Wearing them every day. The type of staples that save your outfit. That is what I love about their entire collection. It is truly the art of simplicity. They focus on comfort, quality, and timeless design. So you can curate a wardrobe that never goes out of style. Find your new uniform at JennyKane.com. Our listeners get 15% off your first order when you use code OKSIS at checkout. That's 15% off your first order, J-E-N-N-I-K-A-Y-N-E.com, promo code OKSIS. O-K-A-Y-S-I-S. Let getting dressed be one less thing to worry about. So with knowing that when you put yourself out there and someone might not like what you're doing, they might not buy your services, they might not subscribe to your YouTube channel, or they may outwardly tell you their judgments, understand that a lot of that and most of it has to do with their collective experience and and where they're hurt right now in this world. So when you put yourself out there, you have to really, really ground into who you are and you have to be okay with the fact that you're a human and you're flawed and you'll make mistakes or you'll put out a product that's not 100% or the branding will go wrong or like, you know, this week, Amazon fucked up my um, launch page and nobody could buy the book and 
in that's not necessarily a direct judgment or criticism on me, but sometimes when things go wrong, people get upset at you. And so putting yourself out there, I just want to acknowledge is a very scary thing and it is very difficult to do. And if you are going to do it, which I really hope you do because not doing it, in my opinion, is even worse. The feeling of playing small, the feeling of succumbing to fear, the feeling of regret that you didn't do something is so much worse than putting yourself out there and getting poked by potential outsiders. You know, once you do that, you realize that you pursuing your dreams and you pursuing the content creation and the business and the product and the agency that you want to, or maybe it's the relationship that you want to, maybe it's switching industries and getting a new job, maybe it's moving out of a certain you know country or a certain state. When you put yourself out there to do what you really want to do, you are saying fuck you to fear and you're acting anyways, something that we talked about me and my sister in the last episode. But I really just do want to confirm and acknowledge that putting yourself out there is really hard and you get to root into you and know that you know who you are best. You know when to stand up and take ownership. You know when to put your full fucking display of genius on display without worrying if you are too much. So these are some fears that I started having last week before book launch because I am this week I am a guest on 30 podcasts. I have a whole content situation this week about my book. I'm hosting this big party. It's really centered around me and I thought to myself last week is is this too much? Am I acting out of ego? Am I being self-centered? Should I dial this back and do less? And in that moment, I realized that that is where the fear of putting yourself out there takes over your ego and self-sabotages your dreams. If I did less this week, if I posted less, if I made it less about me, if I dialed down the you know, the bang that I went out with this week, um, I wouldn't have made top charts on Amazon. I wouldn't have gained all these Instagram followers. I wouldn't have people DMing me saying that the book is already changing their lives. I wouldn't have given my book the true breathing room that it gets to have in this world. So when you think you're being too much, it's actually just fear trying to self-sabotage your dreams and you stepping into your amazing, insane, magnetic power. So that was one of the first fears that I was dealing with last week. And then the second fear was fear of success. And that was one I felt badly about at times because we are taught that uncomfortable emotions or discomfort, anxiety, um, suffering should be equated to negative things in our lives, things we don't have or circumstances that are beyond our control that are unfavorable. But I have come to learn through living with living out my purpose and launching this book that anytime you stretch yourself, anytime you choose growth over stagnation, anytime you choose expansion over your comfort zone, your body will react in very similar ways as if something wrong is happening to you, something bad. You will experience anxiety mixed with exhilaration um, or stress or overwhelm. And so it's really important to understand that the body is reacting because you are leaving your comfort zone, not because something negative is happening to you. And that that 
emotional process should be held as sacred as the emotional process of healing from trauma and healing from toxic environments or healing from toxic relationships, etc. I think that I got to a point last week where I said everything is so fucking great in my life and I still get to feel uncomfortable right now and I still get to move through discomfort and this still can be hard at moments and can be overwhelming. And so this idea that putting myself out there this week was a dream come true. I launched my dream book launch party at the Santa Monica proper. I wore my dream dress. I was on all these amazing podcasts. I spent a lot of money. I completely expanded myself financially to make this happen. And that was difficult for me. And it's okay to acknowledge that. I think sometimes we judge our emotions for showing up in moments that we don't believe they should. But rather, the point of this emotional experience is to understand that emotions will come when things are good and emotions will come when things are bad. And we get to honor, process, and manage those emotions no matter if they stem out of beauty and greatness and expansion and personal power or if they extend out of trauma and negative toxic situations. Emotions are emotions and you get to listen to them. So when you're putting yourself out there, know that you might feel anxious, sad, angry, nervous, overwhelmed, but those feelings are in pursuit of something greater. They're in pursuit of something greater. So this entire week, you know, I decided to play big. I decided to not listen to the fear of, am I too much? Am I self-centered? Is this arrogant? Should I dim my light? Am I coming out with too much of a bang? How is standing in my personal power going to isolate and trigger some people? And if I had listened to that fear, I wouldn't have put myself out there. And then people wouldn't be reading my book that I believe has the power to transform and heal women who have big dreams, who just want to go after them, but are stuck behind emotional roadblocks. So I almost look at myself as kind of like the vessel in which to bring this message out. And if I tone down the vessel, the message doesn't get to have its profound impact that I so wholeheartedly stand behind. This week taught me so, so much. Another thing I've been actively, actively working on is not getting depressed this week. Sometimes when we have a big launch, a big crescendo, a wedding, a baby shower, um, you know, all of fi- finally you find out you're pregnant, whatever you've been manifesting, sometimes when it happens, we can feel let down afterwards because we place these big milestone moments and we hold them on such a pedestal that we believe that they will provide us with lasting happiness and fulfillment. And I, this happened to me when I got married, I completely plummeted down. And so I've been very, very active in realizing like, okay, my party is over and I've been looking forward to that for months and months and months. And it happened. And, and there's so much more beauty in this life. And my book is not about that party. My book is about next week, the coming months, the coming years, and the ripple effect that's going to come out of women reading The Emotional Entrepreneur. So this week I have been very mindful about not 
dipping down because the heightened excitement and exhilaration is gone, but rather really coming back to why I do what I do, which is that I love the build. I love the day-to-day of building a brand, a message, of connecting with people, of having goals, of re-strategizing, of creating new ideas. And what I do is not for the party. What I do is not for the big event. What I do is for the day-to-day fulfillment. So I've been super mindful about before and after about placing that party as this big pedestal. I didn't want to wake up the next day and say, now what? And feel empty. Rather, I wanted to wake up the next day. And I did wake up the next day saying, okay, my purpose is so here. It has been delivered through this party, through this book launch, and I am ready to serve it out from here until forever. I'm ready to do the work. This whole year has been launching this book and now I get to just bask in the deliverance of the message. So I know I kind of went all over the place there, but I wanted to pull back the curtain on the fact that you might have seen my Instagram this week and seen me dolled up in a dress with all of these incredible women posting about my book and being at the Santa Monica proper, this beautiful, beautiful hotel that I just love and getting on the top charts of Amazon and and as beautiful and expansive and amazing of a blessing as this week has been, it has also come with new emotional assignments. It has come with new emotional growth. It has come with physical challenges of being exhausted, having to be on constantly around a lot of people, picking up everybody's energies, etc. And it came with a huge fire, which is that Amazon fucked up my listing and said that it was temporarily out of stock, you know, literally the morning after my book launch, which is when the most sales should have happened after all these people posting. And so I really did a few things here. I said no to fear. And I said, I'm going to put myself out there in the pursuit of this message, no matter if it triggers people, no matter if I look self-centered, this is my moment and I get to fucking claim it. I get to fucking claim it. Two, I get to take care of myself physically and mentally because with big launches comes high expectations, high energy, exhilaration, adrenaline, a lot of people responding, a lot of receiving, etc. And so I get to make sure that I am physically and mentally grounded as to not dip or completely burn out and crash from goodness. And three, that when a fire happens in a heightened moment of success that I get to trust that it was meant to happen and that the people who need to read my book will read my book and I get to move through that fire with grace and humility. So, sisters, if you are thinking about putting yourself out there and you are worried about what other people think, they will think something regardless if you do or if you don't, so you might as well do it anyways. Because the only person you should have to report to is yourself. If you are afraid of success and all that it entails, you are spot on. Success means a lot of responsibility. It means at times a busier schedule. It means receiving more energy. It means strategizing. It means getting to work. It means being on. And it means that you get to live your purpose and go to sleep every single night fulfilled. If you are worried about failure, the only way you can fail is if you don't start. There's a whole chapter in my book, Mads and I talked about it on the last episode on Monday, that failure is really just an invitation to get you closer to exactly where you need to be. 
And if you are experiencing uncomfortable emotions because you are doing something that is great and following your dreams, those emotions are valid and you get to ride them out. Okay. I think that's it. I think that's my message for today's mental health chats. I hope that it was helpful. You guys know I have my own podcast, Scout Podcast, where I do these rambling style. This was a very Scout Podcast-esque kind of episode. And if you have not bought my book, The Emotional Entrepreneur, I would be so honored. You can follow me on Instagram at Scout Sobel. I love you. I love you. I love you, sisters, more than you'll ever, ever know. And I hope this episode gives you the courage to put yourself out there and start following your dreams. I love you. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com.